Welcome to Up In Your Business with Carrie McCoy. Be sure to stay tuned to the end of the show to hear how you can get a copy of this program and other helpful documents. And now it's time for Carrie McCoy to get all up in your business. Thank you, Tim. I'm Carrie McCoy. And like Tim said, it's time for me to get up in your business. For the next hour, my guest, Michelle Fincher, owner of Healing Points Acupuncture Clinic, and I will be getting up in the business of whole body wellness. Michelle will share her story of entrepreneurship and teach us about her passion, Eastern medicine methods and acupuncture. Through our storytelling today, you'll hear how we maneuvered the path of independence and leadership in pursuit of our dreams. My business experience began over 40 years ago when I founded Arkansas Flag and Banner. During the last four decades, Arkansas Flag and Banner has grown and morphed from door-to-door sales to telemarketing to mail order and catalog sales, and now we rely heavily on the internet. Each change in sales strategy required a change in company thinking and procedures. My confidence, leadership knowledge, and my company grew. My initial $400 investment now produces nearly $4 million in annual sales. Each week on this show, you will hear candid conversations between me and my guest about real-world experiences on a variety of businesses and topics I think you'll find interesting. Running a business or organization is like so many things. It takes persistence, perseverance, and patience. I worked part-time jobs for nine years before Arkansas Flag and Banner grew enough to support just me. It now, it's now grown and expanded so much that to operate efficiently, we require, are you ready? A purchasing, manufacturing, graphic, shipping, technology, accounting, marketing, sales, and customer service department, plus a retail store. 25 people make their living from working at Arkansas Flag and Banner. No pressure. I hope you'll take advantage of this unique opportunity to ask questions or share your experience. Before we start, I want to introduce the people at the table. We have Tim Bowen, our technician, who'll be taking your calls and pushing the buttons. Say hello, Tim. Hello, Tim. My guest is Michelle Joplin Fincher, founder and owner of Healing Points Acupuncture Clinic. Michelle is a nationally certified diplomat of oriental medicine and a licensed acupuncturist and herbalist in the state of Arkansas and California. She earned her Master's of Science in Traditional Chinese Medicine from the American College of Traditional Chinese Medicine in San Francisco, California, and received her advanced clinical training from Zhujiang Medical University in Hangzhou, China. How'd I do? Pretty good. Thank you. In 2009, Michelle Joplin Fincher opened her private practice as simply Michelle Joplin Acupuncture. Her company has since changed to a more descriptive and all-encompassing name, Healing Points Acupuncture Clinic. Her Little Rock, Arkansas clinic is housed in a quiet, nurturing space for healing and offers acupuncture treatments, Chinese medicine, nutrition, and lifestyle counseling. In addition, she offers on-site treatment services to patients, this is unusual, in home, in office, in nursing facilities, and or hospice care. Yes. Fincher is dedicated and passionate about bringing relief and healthy vitality to families, individuals, children, and persons of all ages via traditional Chinese methods and medicine. It's an honor to welcome to the table my friend, the loving and caring Michelle Fincher. Thank you, Carrie. What a fun topic. I'm a recent convert, and this is a calling. Not everyone wakes up one day and says, I think I want to study Chinese medicine 
and becomes an acupuncturist. Was there something that happened in your life that moved you in this direction? Or have you really always been interested in Eastern medicine? Well, I've, I've always been interested in herbalism. And um, when I was young, my grandmother would show me different herbs that were good for things. Out in her garden, she would grow certain herbs and you know, just teach me a little bit about, use aloe for burns, for example. So that sort of piqued my interest in herbalism. And then uh, when I was in my early 20s, I was trying to quit smoking cigarettes. And I saw a hypnotherapist, and she suggested that I see an acupuncturist to help stop smoking. So I went, and it changed my whole life. And I got really interested in it. I quit smoking. I got much healthier. And I started getting really interested in how acupuncture worked and what all it was good for, and she couldn't answer all my questions and still give me the treatments, and so she said, you, you're just going to have to go to school, and so that just that became what I wanted to do, and I lived in Arkansas at the time, and there were no acupuncture schools and anywhere in the South, and then I ended up moving to San Francisco, California, and I went to a really great school there and studied. And then after I studied four years, um, I went to China and studied as well. So, And now I'm back in Arkansas. I had a practice in San Francisco for a couple of years, and then almost exactly to the date, I moved back to Arkansas five years ago. So I think actually today, on July 7th, five years ago, So when you were in California, I guess you moved out there because of a job opportunity for your husband? Yes. Okay. And you were like, how fortuitous, I'm going to study. Yes. So, you know, kind of aha moments, funny how life does that for you. And then while you were out there, how did you get to China? Well, my school that I studied with had a reciprocal agreement with a school in, in Hangzhou, China. And so... Part of that agreement, you could go and and do a study abroad program. And I had almost finished school prior to going to China. So I I went and studied in China for almost three months at a um, hospital and different uh, clinics with with different doctors there to learn more about herbalism and just the, the actual traditional Chinese medicine practices, acupuncture and different techniques. Is it true that in China they perform surgery without anesthetics and they use acupuncture and cut people open? They do. They use anesthetic through the acupuncture. What so, does that mean? So they're they're inserting acupuncture needles into patients. Oftentimes they'll hook them up to, we call it an electrostimulation machine, so they don't have to manually manipulate the needles because you, you couldn't do that that fast while someone's in surgery with your hand. So they hook it up to this electrostimulation machine, and the different points where they put the needles on the body help to anesthetize certain areas so that they can perform surgery. So it's it's really beneficial because the patients don't have the after effects of the anesthesia. When they wake up, they recover really quickly, and they they feel great after surgery, typically. I thought you said they combine, they use the two in No, no, they use the needles in place of the anesthesia. You mean they completely use a needle with a, what kind of a machine, electro? Uh, well, sometimes they use it, just the needles. Sometimes, depending on like if they're going to do open 
heart surgery or something like that, they'll they'll use an electrostimulation machine. They use an electrostimulation machine attached to the needles, the needles. in yeah. surgery to perform. Yes, to perform surgery so that the patient doesn't have to be actually anesthetized with medication. And they're doing heart surgery. Sometimes they do heart surgery, they can do delivery, like cesarean deliveries, appendix removal, all, all kinds, appendectomy, You know, all I kinds saw this of- on YouTube and I thought it was a hoax. It's true. Wouldn't it be nice to have your C-section like that? Because the medicine that they give you for a C-section has a horrible 30-day side effect while they, because they do a spinal tap and then the... Yeah, and, not so comfortable. Well, no, and then they have to wait for, I think the spine, I'm not sure what happens exactly, but they have to wait while the spine gets the fluid back. And during those 30 days while it gets its fluid back, you have extreme headaches. So that's not so great. Yeah, I don't know so if, still if you doing use it that the way. acupuncture as your anesthesia, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have headaches. You get side benefits instead of side effects. So did you always work for yourself or did you work in, a, in the field under somebody and then decided to go into business for yourself? No, I've always been in business for myself. When I first started in San Francisco, the cost of rentals is really expensive, much, much more so than in Arkansas. And so I rented a room from someone that already had an established clinic but I've always worked for myself. Wow. On your website, which I found so interesting, and really it was inspiring. It just gives you a lot of hope when you read it. That It says the aim of Chinese medicine is to treat the whole person and restore balance between the physical, emotional, and spiritual aspects of the individual. I want to take a break now. Sure. And when we come back, I want to talk about what that means. When we come back, my guest, Michelle Fincher, is going to educate us on the benefit of acupuncture, Chinese medicine, cupping, moxibustion, and facial rejuvenation. You're listening to Up In Your Business with me, Carrie McCoy. I'm speaking today with the licensed acupuncturist and certified Chinese herbalist, Michelle Fincher, owner of the Healing Points Acupuncture Clinic in Little Rock, Arkansas. Michelle, before the break, we mentioned your website says, the aim of Chinese medicine is to treat the whole person and restore balance between the physical, emotional, and spiritual aspects of the individual. Can you explain what that means and your technique for first analyzing and individualizing your client's care? So the Chinese medicine, we really like to look at everything from a holistic point of view. So if you're having sleep issues, for example, we want to know, are you also maybe having some digestive issues or is there any stress going on in your life that could be uh, contributing to the sleep issues? We don't just look at one piece of it. We always want to try to get to the root of the problem. And the root of the problem usually includes mind, body, and spirit, not just one part or the other. So we're, we're always trying to, in Chinese terms, balance the yin and yang in someone and when you're out of balance, then that causes dis-ease, and which if that goes on long enough, it turns into a real disease. So we want to look at all three of those parts and see if there's something going wrong in one of them to set that back in balance. So that it, it, Chinese medicine at its best is a preventative medicine. And so when we see one thing go wrong, we look two or three steps ahead and see what 
may go wrong, and we start protecting the body from that happening. And two or three steps behind. And two or three steps behind, you have to go up and clean up and get down to the root of the issue as well. Because some people carry their stress in their shoulders. Exactly. Some people carry their stress in their chest. Or stomach aches or backache. Yeah. So when you talk about mind, body, and spirit, we know what mind means. We know what body means. And spirit doesn't necessarily mean organized religion. It means looking at a flower and seeing a flower, looking at a person and seeing a person. So when you talk to... What, what that means to me in terms for as far as Chinese medicine, that means you, yourself, and your consciousness. That, that can be any word you choose. You can call it your higher power, your whatever you want. But for Chinese medicine, we call it shun or spirit. So each person comes into this world with a shun, with the spirit. It's kind of like a, a spark that they have. And what you, we do facial diagnosis sometimes, and we can see, is someone have a positive spirit or their eyes are going to be bright and shining, their cheeks are going to be kind of pinky flush, they, they, uh, they look good and healthy. And if someone has a poor shun or a poor spirit, their, their eyes might be a little dull, they might be a little sallow looking, they might talk really quietly and hang their head low. And, and so through all the different diagnostic techniques that we use, we, that's one of them we look at, the, the person's spirit. And the acupuncture or the herbal medicine will help rebalance that for that person if it is someone that's having a, you know, some depression or some poor spirit kind of ailment. Or life trials. I mean, or we, life trials we all will, have that. will uh, definitely take its toll on you and cause stress, which can, can diminish your spirit. Let's talk about acupuncture. I'm a recent convert, I said in the last segment, and it really is otherworldly. It's, there's, there's really nothing to describe it. it. It seems like a lot of it is about blood circulation, the flow. I saw on your website you called it the flow of chi. 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 Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, we call it chi or your life force or your energy. Is that kind of what you were just talking about? A, a little bit. It's a little bit different. The chi is actually in... Chinese medicine, we have your chi that you come into the world with, you're born with. The, this table has chi or energy. Every, everything in Chinese, ancient, traditional Chinese, they attribute chi to all sorts of different items, you know, living and non-living. I had an artist on here who said he paints energy and that he sees energy from everything. Right. And we're talking about and that's, a that's table, what she is. color. Yeah. He just says, I see energy in everything I do, and I try to paint energy. Is it true that Eastern culture, well, I've already asked you about the, about the surgery, but, but let's talk about how acupuncture works and the benefits. It seems like everything talks about promoting circulation. It does. So, for example, if you have back pain, there's going to be, we call it stasis or stagnation. So, if you're having pain, there's some kind of stagnation going on. And so we insert the needles into different points that are going to benefit the back and allow the, the chi, the energy, to start flowing a little more readily, easily, which that helps reduce inflammation, brings new circulation to the area, and then eliminates the pain for the person. It reduces the inflammation. Mm-hmm. It improves the... Improves circulation. And you said on your website, metabolism, metabolism. So how do you say that? Metabolic. What does that mean exactly? 
Well, it enhances different metabolic processes that are going on internally in your body. The acupuncture allows your body to function at, a, at the optimal level. It, it says it restores proper functioning to all your body systems. Yeah. So, do, you know, your digestive system, your circulatory system, your nervous system, those kind of things. Everybody seems to have digestive system problems these days. I don't know if it's our lifestyle. I don't know if it's our diet. I don't know if it's the pace at which we all are living these days. But in uh, Chinese medicine, it, it's everything is connected. So the whole body is considered in a treatment. And the needles are delicate and are placed in various parts of the body to help naturally correct these imbalances that you just called negative energy, I guess. How do you pick exactly where to put them? You look at their face. Well, we do. Yeah, we have four different diagnostic tools mainly that we use. So we look, listen, we ask questions of the person, we palpate their pulse, maybe palpate their abdomen if it's a digestive issue. or And then we, we also look at the tongue. Sometimes we, we smell different smells coming off of people, mean different things to us. So if I have a new patient coming in, I'm, I'm always going to check their pulse. I'm always going to check their tongue and see do those correspond to the signs and symptoms that they're experiencing that they're coming in for? And those give me more information about where to place the needles best for that person. So acupuncture is really great because it's very tailored to the individual person. So I might have five people come in for colitis or digestive disorder, you know, acid reflux, but one of them might be having insomnia. The other one might be having back pain. The other one might be having knee pain. So I take all of that into account and try to tailor that person's treatment, particularly to them to incorporate some of the insomnia issues as well as the digestive issues. So it's not a one size fits all like, like a lot of Western medicine is for acid reflux. Absolutely. How novel to go in to see somebody and they actually look and listen to you. We ask a lot of questions. I remember when I came in, you took my pulse and I didn't even know it. You were holding my wrist. And after a minute, I was like, what are you doing? You were like taking your pulse. And I was just standing there with you holding my hand. You're very, very clever the (laughs) way you do that. It's both safe and effective. It's very effective. It's extremely safe. We use all pre-sterilized medically grade stainless steel needles, surgical steel needles, and they're all disposed of one-time use only needles, and uh, it's it, they're they're very thin. The needles that I use are, are probably as thin as a hair or cat whisker or something. They're, they're I was extremely concerned thin. about it hurting. Yes, usually it doesn't unless it's in your hands. Unless it's in your hands, you yeah. did my hands, and you're like, now this might hurt. Now there are some areas that just. And it, parts of the body then, that don't have as much meat on them, they're, they're typically a little more sensitive. Any points below the elbows and the knees tend to be a little more sensitive. In between your toes. In between your toes can, can be a little, you know, you, you're going to feel the needle going in. Uh, so for our listeners, if they come to see you, 
that you have got to put the one in the top of their head. Do 20. That's what we call the, the point. Is Can you get that one? And, and that one is so relaxing. Can you just get that one and learn to do it yourself and walk around with that <laughs> in the top of your head? No, you need a lot of training before you start sticking needles in yourself. Even, I mean, you can't just tell me it's right here and stick it in and I look in a mirror and I just stick it in because that is my favorite one. It's so relaxing. You're just going to have to push your fingers on it. Yeah. Could you could you, you really could, teach me? You could. I can show you where the point is, but and sell me some needles. No, I can't do that. Unfortunately, <laughs> I'm always looking but, for a shortcut, aren't I? Or a way to get you just high. Have to come in and see me, or a way to get high. I just want to do it in my house. Very relaxing. That very, point is very relaxing. Very yeah. relaxing. So, do you do that to everybody that comes in? I don't, because it all depends on you know what that person needs that particular day. Don't yeah. ever not do that one to me. Yeah, a uh, lot of people love it but a lot of people you know it, it, they don't it, want needles in their head I it's think. not it's, their cheek feels, feels they feel afraid of that some people wow. do. yeah and how long do the effects last you quit smoking how many times did you have to do it to quit smoking i actually had a pretty quick turnaround i had really been trying extremely hard to quit smoking and i think I got about three treatments and I was wow. able to quit. I How- took herbs as, as well with it, and but I was ready. I, I was really, really wanted to quit smoking. And so. that's half the battle. And that's a lot of it. I, I help people quit smoking all the time, and but but you have to be really dedicated to it and ready to change your lifestyle. How old were you when you quit? I was 22. 22. Well, and that's young too. 23, maybe? That's young, too. Yeah. When you're 40. Early 20s. When you're 40 and you're trying to quit, it's a lifetime of... It's, it, I had smoked since I was a teenager, and uh, I just... Unhealthy and gross, and I was ready to quit. Yeah. How long do... Well, how long do the effects last? For me, they seem to last like 24 to 48 hours. Yeah, and it really... That depends on the condition. It depends on the the condition you're treating, the person's age, any other related health issues they might be having. So sometimes the effects of a treatment, they tend to build cumulatively. So like you're building a foundation and the treatments kind of stack on each other and then they they tend to last longer and longer. So ideally my goal is to get someone, you know, completely healed, feeling better out the door and then have them come maybe four times a year for maintenance as the seasons change or if they have a cold or something like that that comes up over the winter time, then they come in for that, you know, to get to get help with that kind of stuff. If you were going to recommend to somebody to come in, how would you do it? If they if they wanted to come, well, it really depends what they're coming for. But if, if I have someone that's in an extreme amount of pain, then I like to see them maybe two times a week for the first couple of weeks, maybe two or three weeks to get them out of pain and then start spreading the treatments out once a week, once every two weeks, once every three weeks, you know, so that they're holding that treatment longer. And you do the acupuncture, and then before they leave, you make suggestions on Just different lifestyle changes, diet, dietary issues, things like that. When we start spacing the treatments out, uh, or even before, sometimes some conditions need herbal medicines, more of an internal treatment. Before we go to break, I want to talk about this facial acupuncture that I read on your website. You said that it reduces the signs of aging from within. So because we don't just put the needles in the face just to smooth out the wrinkles or 
you know, erase fine lines, but we also put needles in for the different body points to boost their constitution. And that way they're healing, you know, while they're getting the acupuncture facial, they're still also getting different points in the body that help the body promote balance better. It says, again, it creates local circulation, stimulates collagen and elastin. For the facial acupuncture, yes. And that it strengthens the immune system, which our skin is an essential part of. I never thought about that. Mm -hmm. That's your largest organ you have, your skin. So you want to take care of that every day. That was kind of a a schoolyard joke. What's your biggest organ now? (laughs) And it was that nobody ever thought it was skin. Nobody said skin. Nobody thought it was skin. And it is true. But you can tell by looking at somebody's face that they... Look sick or not. They don't. They've got that, you know, their you skin have, is really a reflection a of how they mm-hmm. feel inside. And what you eat, you know, what you're putting in your body is going to reflect on the outside as well. So that's why we incorporate, you know, dietary and uh, nu- nutrition recommendations. Yeah, your website talks about this person's inner strength and beauty and radiance that I think comes from this holistic approach of acupuncture and wellness diet and life coaching, I think, that you do when you see the person as a whole. And I think this is a great place to take a break. When we come back, our guest, Michelle Fincher, will share her knowledge of Chinese medicine and explain the healing powers of the techniques cupping and moxibustion. And lastly, she'll talk about studying Eastern medicine as a career. You're listening to Up In Your Business with me, Carrie McCoy. I'm speaking today with the licensed acupuncturist and certified Chinese herbalist, Michelle Fincher, owner of Healing Points Acupuncture Clinic. Cupping. Let's talk about cupping. I think I've seen the markings of this on the shoulders and backs of professional athletes on TV. Is that true, have I? Yes, you probably have. It got pretty famous the last go-round of the Olympics. So uh, yeah. Michael Phelps was using it swimming to loosen up his shoulders, things like that. So uh, it got a lot of recognition in a positive way. Were you already doing it? I was already doing it, yep. Mm-hmm. So it relieves soreness and tense muscles. Yes, and uh, it's it's uh, designed to stimulate blood flow. Again. And, uh, again, yes. And uh, we're all about the flow in Chinese medicine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Uh, the the cups help relieve you know stiff sore achy muscles they bring the blood to the area circulate that and uh, and usually you get a lot of pain relief so i i don't know if he had pain or not or was just using it for you know per- performance enhancement for the olympics but i use cupping on Sometimes on children, when they catch a cold, I'll put cups on them and draw out the cold right away so they don't get sicker and sicker. I'll use cups for back pain, muscle aches, things like that. It's, 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 really, it's really great for it things like that. It says it sedates the nervous system. I don't know. We all need our nervous system <laughs> sedated a little it. bit. We can all use that. And, it, and, you, and you already hit on it. it. It's good for the common cold and coughs. Yes. You put it on your chest? Uh, you can put it on your chest. You put it on, we have lung points along the back is typically where it's placed. And it's beneficial for a person with asthma. Have you ever yes. used it there? Yes. And uh, you, it can help. Well, when you're using it for asthma, 
asthma is something you don't want to mess around with. If you've got asthma, you know, real asthma, you're having breathing problems, you definitely don't want to just rely on cups to help your asthma. But cupping can definitely help if you're having, open up your lungs, help you breathe a little deeper, get any of that congestion kind of moving through the lungs and just improve your overall, you know, immune system. So I never, I don't necessarily use it for asthma. Um, I typically will use herbs and acupuncture more for asthma, more than the cupping. But if someone was having a really struggling, you know, having a recent asthma attack, you can use the moving cups and open that lung area up really, really well with that. I want to come in and do all of these things. Well, I want come to f- on. Okay. We'll I want- give you, yeah, we'll give you all the different modalities. We can- modalities. Mm-hmm. There's a new word for me. So you also have something on your website that I'd never heard of, moxibustion. So moxibustion, or we call it, mo- yeah, we, I call it a moxa, um, just because it's shorter. It is herb. It's a dried herb. It's mugwort. That sounds like a Harry Potter. It does. That's what it looks like. And you burn it. You burn the herb. Sometimes it's in a, like a little stick, almost like a incense stick. It looks like a little cigar. And you burn that over the actual acupuncture points. You can light it over a needle. You can put the loose moxa on top of an acupuncture needle and it will burn down and warm internally into the point. And, or you can do the moxa directly on the skin where you burn over a point. And sometimes we do the indirect moxa, which is like the cigar moxa stick. It's heated and you use stainless steel needles. Yeah. It's a herb and it comes loose dried herb mugwort and it's it's like a loose floss and you can wrap it around the top of a needle and then you and then the needle is because it's stainless steel heats up and And goes into your skin but that doesn't seem like that would get the herb in there through a stainless steel the herb warms the body yes so the herb just the here's the collar again let's try it again hello collar you're listening to up in your business with carrie mccoy i'm here with michelle joplin have you got a question for either of us oh yes i have a question for michelle Sure. I, uh, I, I deal with, with, with chronic pain, and to be quite honest, I, I'm just sick of the cycle of, of uh, pain relievers and pharmaceuticals and narcotics, and, and I would just like to hear a little bit more about how uh, acupuncture can be used as a healthy alternative and a non-chemical and a non-invasive alternative to help relieve some of those issues, and, and I'm going to hang up and listen. Okay. Thank you, Thank caller. Thank you, caller. Uh, that's a very good question. Um, Thank you for asking. And acupuncture recently has been in a lot of, there have been a lot of research studies showing that acupuncture can be beneficial for back pain, for example. Well, everybody probably knows we've been having an opioid crisis here in, in America. And so acupuncture is being used in place of that in a lot of places that they've been doing research on to, to look at the effectiveness of it. Acupuncture and herbal medicine are all natural and you get tend to get side benefits instead of side effects like you might with some of the heavier painkillers you're able to still do your daily functions you're not sedated from the herbal medicine or from the acupuncture so you're still able to live your day-to-day life go to work get some pain relief and you're not going to get constipation or anything like that that you might get from a, an opioid side effect. And incapacity to work. I've had employees that were in severe pain and had to take opioids, but 
they ended up not being able to do work. their job. Yeah, yeah because they were, they're on the medications and, and their, their mistake, mind is not clear. Their mistake ratio is high and they're tired and yeah. But I and do want to. You're not going to get addicted to it. <laughs> and I do want to tell our listen, our caller, and our listeners that I did come in for you for pain in my foot. I think it was her hand. I can't remember which one. And it worked for a day or two, and then it would start to come back. And then you have to come back again. So, mm-hmm. how much does it cost for each session? So, the initial visit is one twenty-five, and follow-up visits are seventy-five dollars. Does insurance pay for it? You know, some insurance uh, some insurance companies have um, acupuncture benefits. I do not take insurance um, here in Arkansas, but I give people it's called a super bill. So, if they have an insurance company that will give them acupuncture benefits. I give them a super bill slip, and they can get reimbursed from their insurance company. I wonder if Obamacare takes up. Some states, Obamacare does take acupuncture, like in, Ca- in California, for example. In Arkansas, it does not. So when Obamacare started, you were able to opt in for acupuncture benefits or not, and some states did opt in and some states did not. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and actually just yesterday, I believe it was in Ohio, they will start giving acupuncture benefits for Medicaid patients. Well, it's a great way to help move people off of pain medicine right. and into this because you can't come in, and I don't want people to have unrealistic expectations, you can't come in and have a relief instantly. No, it's not always an instant relief. You, it's, acupuncture is a process. It is not a magic bullet. And and uh, it's not cheap. Like it, any health care, it's, it's not cheap. It's not cheap, and it's, you know, in my, in my case, it's going to be an out-of-pocket expense because I... Um, I just haven't found that there are enough insurance coverage, uh, patients with insurance coverage here in Arkansas in order for me to take insurance. Well, they're going to have to start seeing this more. I mean, Chinese medicine has been around 3,000 years. At least. Maybe three to 5,000 years. Yeah. How long has Western medicine been around? Yeah, not that long. Yeah, so it's really tried and true. And so we really need to start looking. I mean, the industry, the... Uh, the medical industry is out of control and it's well i think more and more insurance companies are starting to see the benefits especially with all this opioid painkiller crisis lately that's getting more recognition you know the the benefits of acupuncture and so patients are demanding that so is moxibustion for pain too moxibustion can be for pain it is it's for a variety of different things um sometimes we use moxibustion to turn a breech baby. So it can be kidding me? as random as that. Yeah. It, I, I, I still am having a hard time grasping how it goes from being burned in the room on a needle to into your system and has any kind of benefits. It's a, the, the herb itself has a really pe- deep penetrating warming effect and that's how it goes into your through once you heat it up. But it's not just, a poultice. No, it's not a poultice necessarily. You can make it into a poultice. It's it's very adaptable. Is to it different an things. aromatic? It's yeah, it's very aromatic. And when it when burned over the point, you you it's definitely aromatic. But it's but it's the warming effect, which is what's he, helping to heal the uh, body. I think people also underestimate the power of an ice bath for inflammation. Well, now in Chinese medicine, we really recommend heat over ice because ice long term will stagnate your healing. It feels great when you and it have- reduces inflammation visibly. 
it does reduce inflammation visibly and you're numb. So you're out of pain, but long-term the ice contracts and no circulation will get through the tissues. So later on, you're going to be in more pain. So should you alternate ice and heat? We like to do that, especially if you have an acute injury, then we alternate ice and heat. And long-term, a chronic injury, we recommend warm, warmer things like a heat pack or, you know, hot baths, things like that, uh, versus like an ice pack. Uh, Western medicine has often been accused of treating symptoms rather than the causes and having a uniform treatment and medicine dosage for everyone, the same dosage for me would be the same dosage for a 250-pound yeah. man. Mm-hmm. But Chinese medicine subscribes to treating the whole body and prescribes treatments and medicines based on your individuality. Is that a good way to say? I think, yeah, because we really look at what's going on with you in particular at that moment in time and try to adapt the herbal medicine treatments to that, your particular needs. And we really try to get at the root of the, of the problem, by not balance, just a Band-Aid over the symptoms. By balancing the body, the mind, and the spirit. And yes. vitamins get a bad rap and can sometimes cause harm. What do you have well, to say to that? sometimes I think people think they're trying to do the right thing. We, we can go to the drugstore and buy vitamins and we all want to be healthy healthier. But I think sometimes your body is not digesting all of the um, vitamins that you're putting in. Maybe you're using too many or not properly, not the vitamin that's going to be adequate for your needs. And so you're, you're just wasting that, you know, your body can't process it. Or you go online and you self-treat. Right. And you're not really, and you you're don't believing really... the hype, fake facts. Well, and you're not trained to do that. So if you see nutritionist that's been trained in, you know, vitamins, supplements, things like that, or if you see someone like me that's been trained in Chinese herbal medicine, then we can really tailor those treatments to, to fit your needs better. Let's talk about our geriatric citizens today. There is no other age group that is routinely over-medicated as the elder. Right. But you don't want them to stop their Western medicine. No. Definitely. They, sometimes they want to stop, the doctor wants them to stop and they're trying to titrate down certain medications. If they are taking too high of a dose or something like that, then I, I can help them through acupuncture in alleviating some of the symptoms that they're having. Like same for the painkillers, for example, they're on too many painkillers. The doctor wants them to take, you know, four a day and they're taking 12 a day. And so the acupuncture can help them to stay out of pain, keep the meds at a lower dose, and they may still need some kind of pain medication, but they're not going to have to take so many, and that way they're able to go to work or, you know, function in their life. This is a great side place to take a break, and we're going to take a very short break. When we come back, guest Michelle Fincher will share the one thing she thinks all of us can do to get started on a life of mental, spiritual, and physical balance, and she'll talk about the business of acupuncture and give advice to those who think they may want to pursue a career in Eastern methods and medicine. You're listening to Up In Your Business with me, Carrie McCoy. I'm speaking today with the licensed acupuncturist and certified Chinese herbalist, Michelle Fincher, owner of Healing Points Acupuncture Clinic. That was a great song for you, Michelle. <laughs> if you have questions for me or my guests, you may email us for an off-air answer. We've run out of time for phone calls. 
Send your email to questions at upyourbusiness.org. Or you can tweet me a question at Ask Carrie McCoy. And if you want to share it, we're using the hashtag Chinese medicine. Life coaching, Michelle. This is an overused term. Many lifestyle recommendations are very simple and easy to implement. If you could make only one recommendation for our listeners today, what would it be? Start taking charge of your own health. Wow. Imagine that. That's what I would recommend. Take part in your health. Question, learn, learn about anything. If you have a certain condition, find out as much information as you can and ask the experts. Ask their opinions. Find out certain different treatment modalities. Um, I typically see people at the end of their rope when they've tried everything else. They're willing to let someone stick needles in them and try acupuncture, but... I think there are a lot of different um, ways to get healthy, and it doesn't just always have to involve go to the doctor and get medication. So you want to stay healthy and prevent disease. And I think if you start participating in your own health, then you're on the road to that. You say on your website, health is achieved when our bodies are in balance mentally, spiritually, and physically. Wellness is not simply the absence of disease. Right. I think that's exactly what you're saying right there. I do believe that, and I've been guilty of this, just wanting to go to the doctor and getting a quick fix. Yeah, every, we want somebody else to fix our problems, but we need to be in charge of ourselves. And many times the doctors will say, you need exercise, or you need to lose some weight, or you Eat need... Eat better. Or, yeah. Yes. and Sleep longer. Yeah. And we don't do it. Right. It's hard to hold our own selves accountable. It is. It's hard. It, that's hard for everybody. But I think it's very important to take part in your, in your, in your own health and your own wellness because our, our bodies want to go to the place of health if, if we assist that. You know, what you put in shows up on the outside and, and also how you feel. I do. I am amazed at how much our body wants to be well. It will repair itself and right. repair itself. And Bodies repair. are amazing things. They really yeah. are. How do you suggest to a listener interested in pursuing a career in Chinese medicine to begin? So I would say read everything you can about it. Make sure it's something that you're really interested in. There are a lot of great colleges now that offer acupuncture programs or traditional Chinese medicine programs. We have many on the West Coast, many on the East Coast. We're starting to get some in the Midwest and some in the, and few here and there in the South as well. How so, do you know a good school? Um, you want to make sure they're accredited. You want to kind of co- compare and contrast and see what all they're going to be training you in and is that going to meet your needs too? Is it a four-year? It My program was a four-year master's program and there are also doctoral programs after that that are another couple of years and uh, a further study. So typically it's a it's a three and a half to four years. And you studied program. abroad. I think that would I be did. something if I was wanting to uh, get into this medicine, I would want to make sure the college that I had had a study abroad program. Right. And you can study abroad, you know, with or without that. You can go to China and study through some of their universities on your own, but it's, it's a lot easier when you can get some college credit for it or you, your college has a sister college in China that makes it a little bit easier for you. Being an American and speaking English, was that a hindrance? Yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty challenging. I, I'm t- 
tall and have blonde hair. So I, I stuck out and anywhere and everywhere I went, I had translator to help you know, with, with all the, the educational teaching part of it and in the, in the clinics and stuff. I mean, so. it's not a romantic language. They don't even use the same characters. How did you, no. how did you study in your books? How did your teachers talk to you? Uh, just via translators. Yeah. And I studied some Chinese when I was in school, but, um, you know, nursery school, kindergarten level. So it, it was quite challenging. But by the time I left, I could order herbs. I could get food. I, I could get around in the You taxis. could say knee high. I could say knee high. <laughs> That's all I can say. I could say knee how. Oh, it is? Oh, see, I don't even know how to say that. Uh, do you offer long distance consulting to clients? I do. Uh-huh. I do, but typically it needs to be a patient that I've already seen before because we rely on palpation and visual. So if I've seen someone before, then I can do some distance with them. I do remote visits for people that are maybe shut-ins or in the their retirement homes or things like that. I can go to there and do sort of a mobile acupuncture visit for them if they can't come into my office. You're talking about there not being any Midwest uh, schools. I think I see an opportunity for you. Yeah. Well, now there are some Midwest schools. They're just not as many on the as there are on the West Coast and East Coast. There's there, there's some schools in Colorado and in Chicago. Being in the opportunist that I am, I'm like, well, here's you. That might be. There's something for you to do, Michelle. Because um, they're very limited in the South. So yeah, and and the need is is huge. We already talked about what a average price is for an acupuncture session with you, which is uh, $125 to get set up and $75 follow up visits for. Mm-hmm thereafter. And there are many myths about acupuncture. Is there any you'd like to dispel? It, does it doesn't not. hurt. It's it's pretty painless. It's very relaxing. Most of my patients fall asleep, feel very comfortable. It lasts it's, an hour usually. It, yeah, usually the treatments are about a, are around an hour. And they feel like five minutes. And sometimes it feels like five minutes. Sometimes it feels like three hours. Sometimes I come back into the room to take the needles out and they say, how long have you been gone? I think I've slept all night. <laughs> you know? So sometimes people are so relaxed or then sometimes it'll go by just quick. Yeah. Yes. I yeah. never believe it's been an hour when I do it. Yeah. Um, it's very safe. It's all natural. It's very safe. So I think some people are afraid because you're using needles. People people have a phobia of needles, but it's they're, they're so fine, like little filaments. You've they're got, not like real needles. Right. You've got a great website. How do people get in touch with you, and how do people begin? So you can reach me. My office number is 501-221-1120, or you can check out my website, healingpointsarkansas.com. And we'll have all of that on Arkansas Flag and Banner's website under Up In Your Business. And they can healingpointsarkansas.com. Mm-hmm. And you've got an event coming up. And I've got an event that I like to do uh, work with lo- uh, other local businesses. And so Healing Points Arkansas Acupuncture Clinic will be doing an event with the Arkansas Yoga Collective and Ava Bella Day Spa Friday, August 25th. And it's going to be 6.30 to 9 p.m. on a Friday night. And the event will be $90 and we'll be doing some face mapping, face yoga. There'll be a guided meditation and some acupuncture facial points and then we'll have some food and cocktails. How many how many people are allowed do you um, think it's going to be limited. Yeah, it's going to be a limited event. I think we're capping the number at 25. I'm not exactly sure if it's 20, 25, but 
but uh, but definitely the space will be limited because of yeah. You can only do so much. How many well, hours is it going to take? It's going to be from six thirty to nine. Oh, I'm sorry, you mm-hmm. already said that. Yeah, and is it going to be your location or her? It will be at, at the, the Arkansas Yoga Collective. Which is on right off at Cantrell. And will this be on your website? This will be on my website, and there will be a flyer coming out on my Facebook page and for Healing Points Acupuncture, or you could email me and through my website, and I can give you more information. And all of that will be available on Up in Your Business tab at Arkansas Flag and Banner. Thank you, Michelle. You What a joy you are to have Thank on Thank you so much, Carrie. I appreciate you having me on. You're so welcome. I, this is when I usually give a cigar to my guests. For birthing a business, but a cigar seems kind of counterproductive <laughs> to give to a nutritionist. You know, I mean, you might even go to hell if you did that. I don't know. <laughs> so where's that? Where's that flag I have for her? What's the What's the name of this flag? Oh, it's, it's the It's the Yin Yang symbol. It's the Yin Yang symbol. You. you can put that up in That's your great. office. Yes, <laughs> thank I know. you so much. You're so welcome. Who's my guest next week, Tim? Next week, it's going to be Connie Fells of the Clinton Foundation. Oh, she's an old friend. She's good, too. You like that flag, don't you? She's grinning from ear to ear. If this was the radio, (laughs) y'all could see. If you have a great entrepreneurial story you would like to share, I would love to hear from you. Send a brief bio and your contact info to questions at upyourbusiness.org, and someone will be in touch. And finally, to our listeners, thank you for spending time with me. If you think this program has been about you, you're right but it's also been for me. Thank you for letting me fulfill my destiny. My hope today is that you've heard or learned something that's been inspiring or enlightening and that it, whatever it is, will help you up your business, your independence, or your life. I'm Carrie McCoy, and I'll see you next time on Up In Your Business. Until then, be brave and keep it up. You've been listening to Up In Your Business with Carrie McCoy. Want to hear today's program again or want someone else to benefit from it? Jot this down. Next week, a podcast will be available at flagandbanner.com. Click the tab labeled Radio Show. There you'll find today's segment with links to resources you heard discussed on this program. Carrie's goal, to help you live the American dream.